0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Sendition. This is Claire. And this is Cece. And happy Sunday to everyone listening into our page six of our 17th series of Sendition. Grab a snack or sip some tea as we dive into our culture chat on.
1: So, basically, I don't know what to call this again. And as this is a chat, I'm going to be honest, I didn't. Originally wanted to talk about this because I thought that it was already talked about a lot in media. But I realized there was one thing that really disturbed me as I was reading. So I'm sure you've all heard of the shooting of eight people in, and in the injury of more in. The massage parlors in Atlanta, right, Claire? Yes. It's been all over the news. And I know this isn't headline news, so I'm just going to give a summary, a very quick summary of the story. So a few days ago, a man by the name of Robert Long shot up three massage parlors and killed six Asian women, one white woman, and one white man, and also injured one another man. Jay Baker, the communicator for the Cherokee police, because since the massage parlors went around two counties, I believe, so one of the county police and another, the chief of the Atlanta police, Ronnie Bryant, made an announcement and talked in regard to the many calls that the police got asking if this was a hate crime, right? Uh Uh-huh. And according to what the charged suspect Robert Long told the police, he was not racially motivated and was instead sexually motivated. So he did plead and, and plead guilty and admit to shooting up the massage parlors. And his claims has been corroborated by many people, like his roommate at a some sort of halfway house, who said that. The defendant had tried to get treatment for his addiction and another roommate at a um, like a a treatment center. Right. You know how there's treatment centers for drug and Mm -hmm. alcohol addiction, but he was there getting treatment for his sex addiction. And he was also a frequent customer at these massage parlors, two of them, I believe, as well as, again, allegedly, according to his roommate, had sex with the workers as well. So basically, this blew up really, really quickly. Baker's original comments, you know how when something happens, the police come out and they stand on that podium and give their initial thoughts and whatnot, right? Right, right. because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And he made comments about the lack of clarity in the motivation of the shooting because they had not been able to make any investigation. All they had said that, Was that Robert uh, admitted to the claim uh, admitted to the shooting and what I said above? He said something really weird. I wouldn't say weird, but it was definitely worded weirdly. He said that basically Robert Long had a bad day and wanted to eliminate something that was troubling him, which was in this case (laughs) his sex addiction was troubling him. And he thought that by eliminating his, like, vices or his... What do you call it, like, when you're... The triggers? The causes? Is that what you're trying to say? Not... Like, um... You know when you're drawn in by something? Lore? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm looking for a specific... Seduction? Would I call Seduction? it Seduction? Um, not really. There, there is a word. I know it. I like. <laughs> I know it's in my vocabulary, but I just can't think of it right now. But he wanted to eliminate basically the causes of his like his vice, right? all right Whatever you call and it. And so he shot um, up two massage And so he shot up the massage oh, three. In order me. to eliminate it. So, right? Okay. So the media basically clamored on this, on his very bad wording. It was really bad wording because it sounded, in a way, very sympathetic to Robert Long. Um, And the media claimed that Baker was just trying to pry away from the fact that this could be a racially motivated crime. Within the context of the rise in Asian hate crimes, the fact that the majority of the victims that they have found so far were Asian at that time, um, and this was a few days ago, so at that time, not all facts about the victims had come out yet. So that's a disclaimer for like now when you're listening to this. Uh-huh. which I agree, right? I think his wording was bad, and it sounded like excuses, and this has been such a big contention because he's obviously someone who's dealing with a addiction, a mental disorder. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And despite all these things, acts can be explained, right? This, everything he said explains his act, but it doesn't excuse them. I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. This is like a little side note.
0: People do not, they don't get it. Like, hey, okay, you explained why he did the thing. However, the explanation doesn't exactly... Wipe the slate clean, you know.
1: Yeah, and the other way around, right? Just because you're explaining does not mean you're trying to excuse. Just like, I don't know why I'm bringing this. Actually, I'm gonna bring this up in a less serious context. When I used to swim, and a (laughs) lot in a less serious context, when I went swimming and my parents had to drive me after school, I was late because my parents. We're late, right? Right. And I told them, hi, I am late because of this. And then they would always reply something similar to like, no excuses. I'm not trying to excuse myself. This is the reason why. I cannot change anything about it. I know I'm late, but I never saw those as excuses. I'm just explaining to you why I'm late. Exactly. I'm not trying to get out of being late. You can't exactly get out of being late. You're already late. So basically, those, I think, one point of this chat is to realize that those two things are often conflated in both ways. Explanation of something is not an excuse, and an excuse is not an explanation. Okay. That was good. That was a good one. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And... A few days later, basically a day ago, in the context of when this happened, the Department of Justice had investigated and decided that they will not press charges as a hate crime. This does not mean they're not going to press okay, charges I, Okay,
0: I Okay, good. And,
1: <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Yeah, and the police, the county police are not either as hate crime. So another thing is that authorities are not mind readers you know Mm -hmm. right we don't really know why what the true reason is and honestly it could not it could be like even though the doj is not pressing charges as a hate crime it could be a hate crime you know robert long could have been racially motivated but if he doesn't tell us so right and there's no evidence enough to show that it is, how can we prove it? That's literally, what is it? The law of the law.
0: The law? Right, they can only
1: uh, rely, right, how law works, oh, basically. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, sorry, got confused there for you a not, oh
1: <laughs> You can't just condemn someone because of, like, coincidence. Exactly. We don't know right. all you the facts of.
0: Well, I guess we know what has been said so far. However, we can't exactly pry into
1: our guy, Robert Long's brain. Mine, right? And like I said, now maybe Robert really was racially motivated. But if there's not enough evidence, we may not know. He had no history, as so far that the um, department could find, of any anti Asian sentiment unlike many racially motivated shootings of the past, right? There was that shooting in um, Texas where the shooter had said things that were very, like, pro-Trump agenda, anti-immigrant, and anti-immigrant. And then there were shootings, remember, in that mosque in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Those we know are racially motivated.
0: Because they had already... Right. Um, they've already inhibited behaviors that show that they're, what, racist as heck. So, of course, yeah. that would be the same reason as to why they did those crimes in the first place. Mm-hmm. However, for this guy, he hasn't exactly done any of that, right? So, mm-hmm. we still aren't sure if it actually is a hate crime or anything. It's just a very nuanced topic.
1: Yeah, and unlike, even unlike Baker, the police communicator who posted on social media in the beginning of the pandemic about a shirt that had a racist joke about China and the coronavirus. So that was something the media also harped on. But within the moment that the police came out with this statement like I said, the media made headlines that this was a racially motivated attack, and the police were lying to some extent more than others. However, as much as the law can say this isn't true, the police's original statement was, "We really don't know, but we think it's sexually motivated." Right? Mm-hmm. Just because the police said something at that time doesn't mean it can take you can take it for the truth. I think you could both.
0: Yeah, it can't have say it for, that a, for like, sure, it's right? Not because
1: rock hard, it's not one. Embedded. It's not their final. Yeah, it's.
0: Yeah, like you said, like you were just about to say it's not the final say that they have. Of course, they're still, I'm hoping, investigating.
1: Plus... I think they have finished their investigation. Never mind. At least the Department of Justice has finished their investigation. Okay, never mind then. Uh, Or, well, they finished their investigation as a hate crime. And they've decided that they will not press charges. As a hate crime? Yes. Okay. And going off, like, what why I want to have this conversation I think apart from many of the current conversations out there from so far I that I've so far read either people are very are like oh it is definitely racially motivated to it's not racially motivated at all I think I'm in the middle because this is my opinion by the way mhm that I don't think that there, he really was directly racially motivated enough to target specific, just uh, target Asians, right? Right. Maybe it was just a coincidence. Mainly because,
0: oh, we don't know.
1: Well, oh, mm. mainly because. Okay, let me. (laughs) Mainly because he had three more victims that were not Asian. He didn't show any blatant or so far, even any underlying anti Asian sentiment that is on social media or through his roommates, family, friends. But it's really hard not to ignore the fact that there is a rise within this context that there is a rise in anti-Asian sentiment. And the fact that his sex addiction is very closely tied to these Asian-owned massage parlors and the stereotypes that are often associated and stereotype and discrimination often associated with massage parlors in Asian-American culture. Mm Mm-hmm. And you love, like, people's fetishes and whatnot. Right. And so I do believe to some extent that his sex addiction had Sex addiction has definitely to do with certain... I would say underlying racist and genderist. Is that a thing? Like, gender-based Yeah, roots? I think that's a thing. Right. And for many that there are, right, people have weird like fetishes. I don't know if you call them kinks. Fetish. I think fetish is a better word
0: instead of kink. But
1: yeah. I mean it's you can't deny that there's like this obsession with like Asian the sexual obsession with Asian. yeah. Yeah. I don't believe that his direct motivation of the shooting was race based. I do believe he was more focused on his sex addiction and the fact that and, but it's hard not to ignore the fact that this, his sex edition his, sorry. Well, I'm not going to say it again. I feel like I'm repeating Yeah, myself. you're good. But I don't believe that the direct motivation of the shooting was race-based. I just think that the media warped this in the beginning very weirdly and didn't do their jobs correctly. They didn't headline the story in a way that was beneficial. It basically just built on... Each other's story and overwhelmed us, right? We're literally supposed to get the news from these people. How else? Mm-hmm. Right? I feel like their way that they're framing really bias,
0: really shows like the bias toward what they're racially motivated. That's not the entire story. I feel like, I think as like headline news or as reporters or whatever, newspaper people. I'm not- or journalists, excuse me. My goodness. (laughs) Newspaper
1: people. I am so
0: sorry. (laughs) Anyway, I just feel like journalists, it's their job to consider all sides of the story. I mean, obviously, that might be a little difficult depending on which way you lean, right? Because, like, I guess, for example, CNN is, like, mm left-leaning. For other places, such as Fox News, you're right-leaning. But either way, if you're reporting on a story- It is extremely important to have all the details you can, except, no, excuse me, not except, or else people that are consuming your news will have such an extremely biased perception of what is happening in the world. Although I feel like that might be the goal of some of these, um, what, these news platforms. Outlets. Yeah, outlets, right? Which is honestly a
1: humongous problem. Mm -hmm. And so that's something I wanted to highlight in this culture chat. I think there's different levels of issues that arise here from the issue about the underlying reason why this... uh, Including the issue of why this event happened to how this event was investigated by the police and how this event was interpreted by the media outlets and for a conclusion if there can even be a conclusion is that I think it's you just have to read through the lines sometimes I know it sounds weird because facts are facts but there are different it's ways to interpret. It's hard to be... Yeah, there are different ways to interpret facts. That's how we... That's... And so you got to yeah. read through those interpretations. Well, thank you for coming to our culture chat. I actually really hope you enjoyed this. or Although it is a very disturbing and problematic topic, if I may say so myself, I do hope you guys That this opened your eyes to something about the way the world is around us and how it runs
0: but before we leave you today we
1: have our super fun thing to do on sunday so to start off your week right you can make a cute little diy project for a loved one whether it be a friend a family member or a significant other a I've seen like really cute DIY ones where you can you make a gift basket of everything from the same color, or people writing um, like notes of, like and and put it in the envelope, and you could write like "Open this when you're sad" or "Open this when you." Ooh, those hit are fun. Some type of milestone. I've done that before. So They're definitely good ideas yeah. out there.
0: Really? Yeah. I can tell you that they ex- really appreciate that gift. The open mm-hmm. one. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you guys for
0: listening. And have a good Sunday.